welcome to the 3Ls Podcast, where I, your host, Rachel Ann Dine, licensed professional counselor, am here to share thoughtful commentary and strategies to help you with the big 3Ls of life, living, learning, and loving. Each episode, join in as a different psychological or current hot topic is explored with the hope of helping you live well, learn something that aids in personal growth or understanding, and love yourself or others in a way that honors you. Are you a fan of nutrient-dense wellness too? Let me tell you all about one of my favorite sources of adaptogens, Four Sigmatic, who uses a variety of mushrooms in everyday products. Reishi, lion's mane, and shaga all have been shown to help with thinking, immune system support, and gut support. I use these plant-based products every day in my smoothies and coffee, and you can too. Use code BEWELL for 10% off your purchase at us.foursigmatic.com. Again, that's BeWell at us.foursigmatic.com. Hi, and welcome back to the 3Ls. I'm so glad that you're here today, and I hope that wherever you are, you're having a great week. I'm actually uploading this on a Sunday. It is pouring down rain outside, but it's so nice. It's so cozy. So I don't know if it's sunny where you're at listening in, but definitely in the Virginia area, it is super rainy, but a great day to just listen to a podcast or watch some movies, whatever the case may be. Today is actually an episode that I just uploaded to YouTube, so if you want to catch the video version, don't hesitate to click the link that is in the show notes, and you can watch it if you're into the video aspect, but you may hear me reference some things about video and subscription, subscribe, and that is just regarding my YouTube channel, but I would love for you to go take a peek and visit, and um, there's a lot more tips on achieving mental wellness there. But what you're going to hear today is kind of a breakdown, my interpretation of Simone Biles deciding to withdraw from the Tokyo Olympics. I'm going to share a little bit about her journey and her mental health advocacy and how she has really paved the way for athletes to become very honest with how they're feeling and has really promoted the message that mental health is of utmost importance. I'm sure if you're tuning in, you have potentially had curiosity on what caused her to withdraw from the Olympics. I'm going to break down those reasons that she shared, but then also talk a little bit about something that I really don't, and that is what an athlete identity is, which can also be applied to really whatever you do in life, uh, whether you're a mom, whether you are a teacher, a nurse, whatever your occupation is, sometimes it's really easy for our sense of identity to become tied up into that. And so I'll tie that in and then I'll round out today's episode with some information on what high potential personalities are. This has always been so fascinating to me, these high potential personalities. And I will be, you know, interested to hear what you think. So don't hesitate to reach out on Instagram or by emailing me. I would love to hear your thoughts. And as always, I hope you enjoy the episode today. You may be wondering, why would Simone Biles decide to withdraw from the Tokyo Olympics? Well, today I am bringing a psychoanalysis along with some information. Hear a little bit more about her journey and her mental health advocacy. So stay tuned. <music> to my 
my channel. I'm Rachel Ann Dine and I'm a licensed professional counselor. I enjoy seeing videos on mental health to help you increase your own sense of mental wellness or you just enjoy seeing videos on psychological commentary, don't forget to hit that subscribe button below so that you can see weekly videos. Okay, let's get into this. We know that she decided to withdraw right from the get-go to focus on her own mental health. Simone Biles is an American artistic gymnast. She has a combined total of 30 Olympic and World Championship medals and is one of the most decorated American gymnasts. She's even been regarded as one of the greatest and most dominating gymnasts of all times. So some of the things that you may not know about is that Simone was actually adopted by her mother's father. Simone started gymnastics around the age of six when she was on a field trip and they went to a local gymnasium and she observed other girls performing gymnastic acts and started imitating them. It really showed that she was able to replicate what they were doing fairly easily and so one of the coaches actually reached out to Simone's family to encourage them to go ahead and put her in gymnastics. Shortly after this she started training at a local gymnastics studio in Houston and her gymnastic acumen really increased from here. In 2016, a diagnosis came into awareness that Simone had been given. Hackers actually managed to access Biles' confidential medical records and leaked out the fact that she had been diagnosed with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. I am only sharing this today because Simone herself has commented on it. I would never want to perpetuate information that she didn't want to get out there. She began taking Ritalin which she cited had really started to increase her focus both in school and in gymnastics. She even went so far as to confirm her diagnosis by sending out a tweet that she said there was nothing to be ashamed of in terms of having a mental health diagnosis or even taking medication for it. So we know that her days of mental health advocacy stem way far back than just the present moment. She really has done an amazing job of normalizing mental health as health and that it's something that affects every single person. Simone's family was very supportive of her and they often assisted her in goal setting, practicing gymnastics, and working on her academics. At age 14, and I know I'm kind of jumping around here, but when she was 14, she decided to withdraw from public schools, but she also shared that while she had been in school, there had been episodes of bullying where people had made fun of her athletic physique, her arms, things of that nature. When she decided to be homeschooled after withdrawing from public school, she started training for six to eight hours a day, which is not uncommon for somebody who is seeking to be a, an Olympian. It's always amazing to me that we are able to see kind of the final product of years of dedication and work when somebody actually goes to the Olympics. Sometimes we don't often see the journey that led them there. So I think about really strong athletes that have incredible athletic prowess, like Katie, Ledecky and Michael Phelps and Simone Biles and we're able to see the strength that they bring but the years and years of training that are put into it are things that we often don't see. Back to Simone, we know that around the age of 16, Simone did not do well at the 2013 U.S. Classic. And as a result, her confidence suffered. She did come out and share that she had gone to see a sports psychologist who really helped her kind of get her mindset back on track and helped her to improve her sports 
performance. So there is actually a field of psychology where they are completely dedicated to helping athletes work through mindset related issues and kind of focus on that mind body connection and achieving and performing at their highest ability. I have heard many different athletes talk about the toll that mental health can take on them. I think about the documentary that Michael Phelps put out a couple years ago called The Weight of Gold, where he really shared the struggles and behind the scenes information on how Olympians mental health suffers. It's a great documentary. Definitely go check it out if you haven't seen it. I think that when folks like Michael Phelps and Simone Biles and Naomi Osaka come forward and share their own journey with mental health, that it's a powerful way to normalize and destigmatize the fact that each person has something that they're dealing with and nobody is perfect. And it's okay to recognize your own sense of mental health. Again, it's really interesting to me that oftentimes we see kind of the end result of years of putting forth effort to become an Olympian. And we see the power behind athletes performing. But with mental health, we can't always see what's going on in the brain. Anytime an athlete or anyone who has a big platform comes forward to share their journey with mental health, this is such a powerful way to destigmatize and continue to normalize the experience of mental health issues. A lot of times we know that mental health can be extremely isolating. If you have a diagnosis or you deal with depression or anxiety, it can cause you to think that you're the only one who deals with it. So to see these people come forward who are very successful in the limelight and share their journey, it is really amazing. I am here for it. I've also noticed that and heard from watching various documentaries and reading different articles that being a solo athlete also brings forward its own set of challenges. A solo athlete does not necessarily have a team that they're working with at the same time. It's kind of all on them. Their performance is solely based on what their body does in that moment. And so it's not like a basketball team or a football team. And I am by no means neglecting how important the team situation is or saying that it's any less than being a solo athlete. Just pointing out the fact that a solo athlete has the full attention only on them. They may function within a team, but their performance is their own solo performance. It's just another interesting tidbit in how different sports can bring out different challenges and people performing those sports, whether it's solo or in that team environment, can have their own struggles with it. So it's different amounts and different forms, I should say, not necessarily amounts, but different forms of pressure that can be placed on individuals who are competing solo versus within that team environment. As we continue down the timeline of Simone Biles and her experience, once again, she demonstrated immense bravery when she came out to the world in 2018 regarding her own experience of abuse with Larry Nasser, who was the team's physician. She also shared that the abuse had brought on some darker thoughts surrounding suicidal ideation and said, I quote, 
it is not normal to receive any type of treatment from a trusted team physician and refer to it horrifyingly as a special treatment. This behavior is completely unacceptable, disgusting, abusive, especially coming from someone whom I was told to trust. For too long, I've asked myself, was I too naive? Was it my fault? I now know the answer to those questions. No, no, it was not my fault. End quote. She then goes on to say, after hearing the brave stories of the other friends and survivors who had come forward, that she knew that this horrific experience does not define her. She, quote, I am much more than this, end quote. Another powerful step for Simone to share her piece of her journey. Let's go ahead and dissect this for a little bit because I've heard that some people are actually criticizing Simone for deciding not to compete and to withdraw in the first place. First of all, that is very shocking to me that someone would even care enough to criticize someone for withdrawing from something to focus on their mental health. Call me biased, I am a therapist, but it just goes to show that everyone has their own threshold for performing and she is an advocate for listening to her body, listening to her mind and taking a step back to focus on her own mental health and wellness. Secondly, we know that there has been quite a history of major life events with Simone, probably other events that are not even public, which I respect that and they shouldn't be, her own personal private life. I'm just speculating here, but we don't often know the full story when somebody is in the public limelight. So I can only imagine that there have been even other events that have occurred that have been high stress. We do know that she, despite all of these events that she's gone through, the abuse, having the diagnosis of ADHD, that she was able to be on top. The Olympics is probably the pinnacle, the highest place that an athlete can even go and for her to decide to pull back and focus on her own mental health her own sense of well-being she's somebody who I believe we should actually take a page from her playbook because mental health is health and when a person continues to push themselves through mental health that is not in its best place this is when we know emotional disconnection can happen. When someone continues to disregard their mental health and say, I'm fine, I'm okay, nothing's wrong with me, it can become too much. This is when these emotional difficulties can start happening. I personally commend Simone on being able to step forward and recognize that potentially she was getting to a place where she felt she was unable to continue to compete. It's brave. The last piece that I'll share in her journey that just kind of gives more information, more fodder for the mill, if you will, is that her Olympic journey was halted when the pandemic hit. Just like most of us where the pandemic rapidly changed our lives, Simone talks about how she had an onset of depression in the off season when the Olympics were pushed back. Now this is something else I wanna point out. In the documentary that Michael Phelps did, he talks a lot about this process, how in the off season, depression can set in. This is a result of a person's identity becoming really tied into what they do. It's a very common experience. I think about a mom whose identity is wrapped up in being a mother. It can happen to a doctor. It can happen to the principal of a school, a teacher. 
anyone is not immune to this. This can happen to anyone where the identity becomes really wrapped up in what you're doing. And so when that activity is removed from you, it can cause almost this change in identity. You kind of wonder, well, what am I doing? What's my purpose kind of situation? So Simone shared that during this period where she had to quote, sit idle, she became depressed and honestly just thought about quitting the entire experience. Competing and being an athlete, being a gymnast has been so tied into her sense of identity that to have that removed, I can only imagine it created the internal disconnect of some sort. You almost start to wonder, well, what is my purpose here? So think about something that maybe you love and you couldn't live without if it was taken away from you. It would kind of affect your worldview in some ways. Despite everything, she did go on to bravely compete, as we know, in the Tokyo Olympics. Fast forward to her withdrawing. The decision came after her vault performance in the final where there was a stumble. She has also now decided to withdraw from the individual all-around competition. What Simone shared about her decision is, quote, I just felt like it would be a little bit better to take a back seat, work on my mindfulness, and I knew that the girls would do an absolutely great job. She then goes on to say, and this is taken from NPR's transcript of her interview, quote, it's been really stressful, this Olympic Games. I think just as a whole, not having an audience, there are a lot of different variables going into it. It's been a long week. It's been a long Olympic process. It's been a long year. I think we're just a little bit too stressed out but we should be out here having fun and sometimes that's not the case. Once again, bravo Simone. I love that she came forward and shared this piece again of her journey. This is a person who recognized that stress was mounting for her. It was causing that disconnect between brain and body. And instead of continuing to plow ahead, she honestly put her team at the forefront. She put herself at the forefront because she didn't wanna hold anybody else back. She knew that her teammates had worked so hard and so versus bringing down the team, she decided to take a step back. It's commendable. We know that since she decided to withdraw, her teammates have been incredibly supportive and the USA Gymnastics team has put out a public statement supporting her. It's really a powerful experience for everyone. And before I wrap up today, the last piece is I wanna share about what a high potential personality is. Pretty sure that it's safe to say that most people in high achieving positions who are very successful, most Olympians have a high potential personality type. The six traits of high potential personalities are being conscientious, being able to have high adaptability to making adjustments, being able to accept ambiguity or uncertainty, and they've been shown to have a sense of curiosity and also engage and approach risk or have a sense of courage. And last but not least, have a sense of competitiveness. We can easily apply all six of these traits to Simone and really, as I've said, to any Olympic athlete. You have to have the ability to sit with the unknown in an athletic setting. You're not always 100% certain on how your body is going to perform. You really have to trust yourself, but there is that uncertainty on what could potentially happen. The ability to adjust has to be very high because you're performing in these high anxiety situations and you must be able to cope with them and deal with high levels of pressure. We also know that competing can be extremely stressful. 
Of course, just touching on the risk approach and being able to be courageous, how applicable is this trait to Simone on so many different levels? She was courageous in being able to dedicate so much time into her training and actually go for being an Olympian. But not only that, she's also been extremely courageous time and time again in sharing her own mental health struggles and experience with mental health. We may not see everything that goes on, but today I really wanted to share the tip of the iceberg on how Simone Biles' journey has really progressed over the years, because truly she's been a mental health advocate from day one. When you're in the public spotlight and the pressure is just so high, it can be much easier to try to act like everything's okay. It really puts you into a vulnerable position to share your own experience. And so I cannot commend Simone on her bravery enough. It's a huge step that she's come forward and shared so many personal details of her life. I think it's really paving the way for other people to feel empowered and to know that it is okay to essentially not be okay and it's okay to do what feels best for you. Thanks so much for watching here today. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button if you want to see more videos on psychological commentary of current events or even just check out some of my previous videos on achieving your own sense of mental wellness. We know that mental health is health. Always be well. Thanks for tuning in to the three L's today. Catch up with me on Instagram at Rachel and Dine Counseling, where you can contact me about a topic or follow up on today's episode. As always, the information provided in this episode is for educational purposes only and not intended to treat or diagnose. Reach out to your own medical or legal provider for assistance and individualized care. Here's to the three L's and being empowered to make decisions that work for you in your life.